0: Welcome to Metal Injections, the Squared Circle Pit. With special guests, Paddy's and Pearl. And now, here is your host, Rob Paswani. Welcome back. It was a bit of a hiatus here at the Squared Circle Pit, but we are back for regularly scheduled two-week intervals. Uh, I went on vacation two months ago, right as the last episode went up. And it was a bit of a, a difficult transition to come back after the two weeks. And, and I had a bunch of metal injection stuff to do. And then I kind of put the squared circle pit to the to the side for a little bit. But I'm back at it. I'm really excited. I have a lot of great guests in the next few weeks lined up that I think you guys are going to absolutely love. And I'm starting it off today with two dudes that I've wanted to talk to wrestling with. I want to talk about wrestling with for a while and that is and Ansari and uh, our mutual friend Kyle. Kyle runs an amazing collage Instagram page called Selfies, Food, and Pets. There's underscores there, so it's selfie, underscore, and underscore, food, mm-hmm. underscore, and underscore, pets. Uh, it's the weirdest stuff combining pop culture, wrestling, rock, Rap, metal, like lots of weird collages worth checking out. And Anise, I've learned after doing this interview, has been a wrestling fan uh, almost his entire life. And, and and also a metalhead, which I absolutely had no idea about, but it made sense since he's from the Carolinas. And we talk about Between the Buried and Me, we talk about metal, we talk about wrestling, we talk about everything. And it's a pretty long one, so uh, the intro's going to be uh, pretty short. I do want to mention we taped this last week. Uh, right before the Great Balls of Fire pay-per-view. And I think you could figure out exactly when we taped it based on how we start the interview. So let's kick it off.
1: Are you you getting this news about Austin Aries right now, too? Breaking Scoop.
0: What's this? Uh, Wait, what? Breaking Scoop. Austin
1: Aries. Aries.
2: Gone. Whoa. Yeah, Reason Lifted. He tweeted... 55 minutes ago, he tweeted, it's a beautiful day. 11 minutes ago, which is after the news broke, he tweeted, banana emoji, sunglasses emoji, thumbs up emoji.
0: <laughs> wow, this is this is controversial news to start this brand new <laughs> episode <laughs> of the Squares <laughs> well, Circle Pit.
2: This, I don't want this to be the Austin Aries podcast, you know what I mean? I already did the Austin Aries podcast it was two hours long it was, <laughs> just talk, it was just me talking about his ring of honor title run by myself recorded onto my phone unreleased uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah
2: well yeah we'll just skip that we, we didn't tell you that too. yeah
0: if a podcast is recorded and no one hears it does it still make a sound
1: Whoa. think think about that
0: one <laughs> <laughs> well let, let, let me just introduce you to uh just so people understand the voices coming into their ears i'm rob of course and now entering the squared circle pit i'm very excited to have a tag team this is the first time i've had two people on the squared circle pit at the same time
1: oh first time damn inaugural right here okay this is the inaugural
0: handicap match of the squared circle pit uh first up uh we have you might you might know him from instagram my what my favorite instagram account Selfies, underscore food, underscore, and underscore pets. It, you combine my favorite things. We have Kyle here, who combines pro wrestling hey. and weird pop culture into great photoshops. Kyle, also huge wrestling fan and a metalhead such as myself.
2: How do you describe your work? How would you describe your work, Kyle? I always tell people, he, well, I, I say, I always say like, that's my friend Kyle, he does
1: like collages. Yeah, 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 yeah. Collage guy, collage guy. I guess (laughs) there's more to it now, I guess, but yeah, yeah, basic collage guy.
0: Yeah, uh, and then the other voice you hear on the other side of the line is one of the writers of Master of None from Netflix, but we have him here, underscore Adam, (laughs) Adam.
2: (laughs) underscore (laughs) and I'm sorry, (laughs) I wanted to have underscore and as well. Sorry.
0: Uh, but you are the Carolina Gentleman on Instagram, right?
2: Yes, at T H E D Carolina <laughs> Gentleman, and you both Ric Flair and Chuck Taylor, and uh, that I thought of when I was 15.
0: that you thought of when, when you were how old? You dropped.
2: I was out. like fifteen or sixteen. When oh I yeah, old. yeah.
0: Well, this show is all about uh, uh, wrestling fandom and and the cross section of wrestling and. And heavy metal now, Anise. Do you listen to any heavy metal? Dude, I'm a huge
2: metalhead. Uh, it's actually really. I'm excited to do this because the last podcast I did it went very terribly. I went on a friend's pod real briefly. I went on a friend's podcast. Uh, a friend of mine does this podcast. Uh, I won't mention the name because it went terribly. But it's like he asked me to be on. He was like, "Yeah." It's like kind of like a podcast for like creative professionals. And we just want you to come on and talk about writing and how you got into writing and stuff. And I was like, okay, cool. And I proceeded to, in like telling my story of like how I got into writing and stuff, just ramble about metal and uh, talking about growing up in South Carolina and then South Carolina, North Carolina metal scene of the mid-2000s and pro wrestling for like 30, 40 minutes. And then they were like, when are you going to talk about writing? So um, I'm glad. to. Be, I, feel like, I feel like I'm in a safe space right now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I see. Talk about. Uh, it would be weird if you spent if you spent forty minutes talking about creative writing on this podcast, though, right? Like it would be just. The yeah. Complete oh, no. No. Thought. No
2: thoughts. No thoughts. No thoughts. I just want to talk about uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling and Between the Barry to me. Those are like. I my, was going between. Yeah. Great. Go go go!
1: Those are my go-to talks. Just but before, I just want to say this. I'll I'll, I'll show a uh this after if he hasn't seen it already, but just because it comes to mind. The, I think the most amazing thing I've ever seen you do is it's like one of the WWE game red carpets yep. and you're asking wrestlers about metal and the Miz starts naming off bands and it's hilarious. What, did, you, did, you, did you like every
2: time die, die? Or
1: no. no? It's, 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 it's what what, what or? was like the stuff he was naming off? It was really funny. It was like five finger death punch. That's time. great. The <laughs> <laughs> so Rob was like, oh, you like metal? And he's like, oh, yeah, let me get into it. And it's all <laughs> like, like Roadrunner bands. And I was like, damn, yeah. this is hilarious. Cleveland,
0: dude. Yeah. Well, he is I a huge Mushroomhead fan. Uh, that's his like. <laughs> those... <laughs> Why is that Cleveland great. Those are his boys. Those are his boys. Man.
1: That would be so sick to go see Mushroomhead and then see the Miz backstage
0: like lounging.
1: Yeah, I love the show <laughs> Maurice. Is that the Mushroomhead? <laughs> Maurice like looking like a hot metal chick with
2: the like like lamb like with a hey, mushroomhead shirt. What if
1: what if the Miz is one of the guys underneath one of the masks? Whoa. <laughs> what that's
2: Miz and his
1: entourage? Miz, Dude, what if Miz
2: Mushroomhead had, what if Mushroomhead played Miz to the ring at like a WrestleMania and like with like the like remix though like boom.
1: Like, you know what I mean? like the real real mushroom head remix of i came to play yay i'm
0: in <laughs> uh, i'm sure mushroom head would be in because they're doing literally nothing right now and that would be their biggest break in like t- <laughs> 10 years that, so they're that's fine not,
1: that is not true they are on the gathering of the jugglers coming up in the next yeah. couple weeks yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, uh, yeah.
0: I, I know all about it them and dope really uh the top of the line uh, of new metal dope. playing the gathering
1: I, I went to The Gathering one time a few years ago, and I did see uh, the lead singer from Head PE jump off stage mid-set and punch a dude in the face and then get back on stage and keep going. That's, metal.
2: That's both metal and wrestling, right? Yeah. yeah. That's metal and wrestling.
0: Well, <laughs> yeah, The, the Gathering is metal up. and wrestling. They got the JCW going. Did you see any of the pro wrestling events of The Gathering, Kyle? No.
1: Uh, I was only there one day. It was a very funny thing where I happened to be on a tour myself that was in Columbus, Ohio, which was like 30 miles from the middle of nowhere city where the gathering was. And my friends got hired to do magic at it, like card tricks. Mm-hmm. So you I, know,
2: as a as has, yeah, has happened, yeah, yeah, to happen.
1: Yeah. My, my friends have a juggalo rap group where they're dead magicians. That's mm-hmm. another thing. But so I just rode with him. I walked in. No one checked for a ticket or anything. So I was only there the first day. I think they had the Kaiju big battle the day I was yeah, there. Yeah. Oh,
0: fuck it. Yeah. I saw.
1: Yeah, so I saw that. I saw Mick Foley speak. Like, do his. Work. Yeah, I saw Mick Foley, like, do his whole thing. I guess that was the only wrestling related stuff I mm-hmm. saw there. And then
2: you just
1: by. And then I just, like, went and watched Tech Nine for a while. Tech Nine. There. There. What's your. I'll, I have to think about that. Yeah, <laughs> I You're, can't just. What? I'm not going to spit out something right now.
0: <laughs> Your juggalo name would be selfies, foods, and pets.
1: Oh yeah, hey, there we go. Whoop, Mime, whoop. Mine's cigarette, the dark prince. Wait, what? <laughs> and, and then that's the PCL, like, whoop, 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 whoop. I just thought of that cigarette, the dark prince. Oh, I like
0: cigarette. That. Okay. I thought there was an N <laughs> yeah, at the beginning of that. I was like, whoa, what's going on here? Oh,
1: <laughs> oh, 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 oh. No, 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 <laughs> not in that world. I don't get fired. Yeah, get fired. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. 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 None of that.
0: <laughs> but let, let, let's yeah. bring it back a little. So, uh, uh <laughs> <laughs> this is what with the <laughs> no, 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 no. I love it. I love it. I'm all about it. This is totally like we have free for to, but, to no, go into yeah. any ch- tangents, yeah. But, uh, so you mentioned Be- uh, between the buried and me. I fucking love between the buried and me. They're one of my all time um, favorite bands. W- what are what are wow, your favorite, yeah. favorite so, albums? So
2: I grew up. Uh, well, obviously the answer is colors. Like colors is the best album. Tenth anniversary colors just hit. Colors really, colors really like changed my life. That's made like I would say colors is maybe one of my like just like straight like beyond metal like favorite albums or songs. If you wanna believe in the conceit that Colors itself is just one song broken into many parts. You know what I mean? Have you seen them? I've seen them live like five times. I, I, I went to three shows on the Colors tour. Whoa. Uh, yeah. I, only, I only saw them once. Because, yeah, so I, would, I, grew up, I grew up in Columbia, South Carolina, Um, and Columbia was like a real shit town. Not, like, bands didn't come to Columbia. Like, bands would come to Atlanta, and, like, bands would sometimes come to, like, really, like, far away North Carolina, like Carborough, Asheville, a place like that. But bands didn't really come to Columbia... But we had, like, a really nice, um, you know, I, I would say, like, at the time, like, a really nice hardcore scene. And, like, a lot of the early bands that I was into in, like, the North Carolina, South Carolina hardcore scene, Glass Casket, Prayer for a Cleansing, like, I was really into those bands. And then the dudes from those bands went on to form between the Buried and Me. So I, I, I was I was on those uh, early albums, Alaska, right. I, I still like, yeah, still like I, the I, early I, Alaska. I,
0: I'm an elitist. My, yeah. Mine is uh, the Silent Circus, but I love Glass Casket. And
2: that's a real, that's a real choose the heady, heady answer. <laughs> <laughs> silent Circus is good, though. That's like a very, very
0: cool, cool I mean, era it's, yeah. of the yeah. band. Yeah, that's kind of when I got into them. So it's like that's kind of the buy. Like with I love color, like everything after, sure. But I was already deep into them, and so it's like they have less <laughs> of a, a impact on me. I guess I don't know, but like the Silent Circus was. The definitive between the buried and me and now yeah. they're kind of cool, this crazy cool, prog band.
2: Cool. when you see them live and they shred some of those songs
0: yeah. from the uh, earlier
2: albums, it's they're so like they're still so good now, like uh, in terms of their like performing. But when they just like just start shredding, like just like
1: <laughs> chugging the riff, like back in the day, it's pretty tight. Where, where were they headlining when you saw them? well yeah like small like yeah yeah, like yeah the, person, which
0: is like, the best way to see them
1: but
2: even
0: now i feel I, yeah, they play thousand yeah, person yeah, yeah, yeah. venues I, I and they still
1: like 200 300 the, like feet like on on bar the only time i ever saw them was opening for uh dillinger escape plan oh. felt like a that park. was a great tour okay. right. oh where At At LA. LA. yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. like 2005 cool. or so but yeah i was into between the bird and me i like zale a lot <laughs> I, I had an art teacher, I had a, art, a really cool art teacher, my art teacher, Mr. Drews he was like a mentor to me in high school, and he's a big metalhead, and he, like, helped, like, I was, like, listening to, like, Mastodon and, like, Converge, and he was like, but have you listened to the early Converge? And I'm like, no. <laughs> and he, was, like, gave me, he gave me, like, whenever, when Forever Comes Crashing, and he gave me, like, all this old Deo, and, like, nice. Shy Halud, and, like, stuff like that. Stuff like that. That's how I kind of got into that. Like that whole that whole scene was I had I had a really nice uh, art teacher in high school. That's great. That's uh, a great way
0: to get into it. Yeah, that's awesome. Those
2: tunes in my head for sure.
0: Kyle, do you have a favorite Between the Bear and Me album?
1: I mean, I, that, that, I like, what was, I'm trying to think. I know the album cover. It was, like, the only one I was into. That was... The white was just this No, nah, it wasn't that one. It was, that was never really, like, my... The black and red. I don't even remember, man. Well, what it, are you No, there's was, like... I, that yeah, was never... That circus yeah, very, yeah, silent yeah, Circus. Yeah, yeah. Silent Circus. That was the only one... Yeah. Like yeah. Red, red, that, that was ass. the only Damn. one I ever had. But it that's nev- that was never, like, really, like, my, like, genre, I guess.
0: yeah. So now, yes, like, like, I was
1: I was I, I, I like hardcore
2: music, and I was a prog nerd. So like with like I like that like I was like a Rush head, like I like have like weird Rush obsessed and stuff like that when I was a kid. Uh, so like that they're like the perfect band for me. Are
0: you, are you a Floyd head? Yeah, what's up, Pink Floyd? How do you guys feel about Pink Floyd?
2: Pink Floyd, Uh, you know I got into Pink Floyd I, for like the period you get to Pink Floyd when you're yeah. like, what, like thirteen or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, yeah.
0: You, you
1: know, I it. would
2: do that whole thing. I like time. That was a song I really liked. Um,
1: for yeah, for me, like the metal stuff I was into when I was like younger was all like black metal and grindcore stuff. So. Yeah, he's a really so man- he's a grindcore boy, he's a nasty grindcore. <laughs> so like, between the Barry to me wasn't like really appealing thing for me. Or too like you just see, you just he's doing like a dance, <laughs> and it's not the dance you associate
2: with like progressive. Uh,
1: <laughs> hardcore death metal, Like that was a little Too fancy for it's me a you know? too, It's a little too tweed and Baroque I think Baroque is <laughs> But what like what That being said Like instead of going To prom my junior year I did I did go to the Pantages Theater And see Dream Theater uh, What era was that
2: Also a big Dream Theater fan uh, uh,
1: um, um, The Black and white Train of thought Train of thought I saw the Honor Thy Father People thought Mike Portnoy
2: Was all fluff Then he comes in With a personal track With Brian Cage <laughs>
1: Theme song oh yeah <laughs> back for wrestling also, Brian <laughs> Cage theme song off of train of thought by and King guess
2: Man. what would it and Kyle go to uh PWG in California together that's what's not like me and Kyle met uh and whenever that's song, we get real hyped to themes in general but with that song we just have like our own kind of like intense metal moves we throw down
1: that's the best the best independent Theme song that always got me hyped is when Roger strong came out for that kill switch engage song oh with, with the with the boondock same sample in the beginning no no that's that's no no, no that's
0: but
2: uh, he, I, we've had this conversation that's leading through no but we've had this conversation before kyle
1: he did at one point yeah but, but yeah.
0: he did have the sample i remember that yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah no, no, Ring no, of no. i got
1: that but that's that is funny because that's a bleeding through song that has yeah that yeah 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 same same yeah, era, same genre. Hey, man, you should you should be the one to understand that mashup. Culture, no, hey. That I, music culture. I respect it. But when End of Heartache would hit, I'd be like, this is yeah. hilarious. I'm like... And, like, he looks like that guy in my high school who loved that music. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like the dude on the water polo team.
2: Who said probably inappropriate language. But yeah. Kind of rocked out. And would be like,
1: hey, man, you like metal, right? And then we'd who put later, that on and later, like, what? all
2: those what? All those dudes who liked that music and were jockeys, they all fucking jump shit and got really into EDM in college. Yeah. All those dudes yep. yeah. who were listening to like the Patience train and stuff like that who like <laughs> breakdown music and stuff yeah, like that. Breakdown, they yeah. all were just like immediately on the EDM train in college. It was so crazy. Yeah. I was like, oh wow, that's, you guys just like the breakdown. You were never here for the real metal vibe. No,
1: you <laughs> just like the breakdown. Because they couldn't deal without the melodic.
2: Yeah, Yeah, uh, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, also I feel like yeah, hardcore bands were really bad at the melodic stuff and it was just such a yeah, like some like the trend of you know the good cop bad cop vocals.
1: After a while, it's yeah. just
0: like no, you shouldn't you shouldn't include the good cop. It does. either do good it's cop so or good. do bad cop. It's good, yeah. it's good though, man. No, you're right. When it's they do it good. right, you're right. But uh, you Kyle, have to be real
2: talented. Taking Back Sunday on the way to New Japan Pro Wrestling. I just remembered I was a little I was a little drunk from a pool party and Kyle picked me up and I'm like we're listening to Taking Back. Oh no, we were on. Uh, uh, we drove to Long Beach and Long Beach you go up Ocean Avenue, so obviously we threw on a little yellow card. <laughs> Sorry to talk go away from metal and the yellow card, but we we bumped in a little yellow card and that jumped into taking back Sunday and it was, you know
1: it was a real fun car ride. It was a real fun car ride on what, the way to the wrestling show. What I was gonna say, those guys that just like the breakdown, that's when Deathcore was invented, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. And it was a great genre because then it was just a breakdown. It was like a whole yeah. song that was just a breakdown. Yeah, a breakdown. First Wave, Death yeah.
0: deathcore is great. Right. I love uh, bands yeah, yeah. like The Red Core, Despised Icon. Those were my jams. Oh, yeah, exactly. I'm
1: about Despised Despise Icon. Despised <laughs> Icon. I, I love Despised Icon. I
2: was really into, um, you know, it's really interesting. Like I used to, it's like my, my you know, relationship with metal now, I think it's so like, I used to, like, listen to, like, a little bit. Like, I be like, oh, this is the black metal bands I listen to, and these are, like, the more proggy bands I listen to, and these are the more kind of, like, mainstream <laughs> metal bands. And I think it was because when I was in high school, I had
1: uh,
2: XM Radio, and, like, the mm. XM Metal Station was, like, real choice. Uh, Liquid Metal, 42. And they had, like, I, didn't, I could just, like, listen. like, I would hear. Shout out XM Radio. I shout out XM Radio, you know what I mean, for real, because, like, I would be driving around, like, oh, Despise, I, that's how, like, how I, I am going to find out about Despise Icon. Now it's, like, everything's on the internet, so it's a little more, oh, if you like black metal, you can just go to, like, the black metal zone and, like, hang out, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So now I, like, just follow, like, labels and, like, stuff like that to kind of find, like...
0: What are the labels? Like, like new
2: albums. i I'm a big, you know, I'm a big Converge head, so I follow, like, Death Wish pretty heavily. Like, I like the, um it, they did the first Oathbreaker album. I like Oathbreaker a lot. That's, like, a newer band.
0: Love
1: it. I'm really
2: um, into...
1: I regularly, like, every, like, two months will look at the relapse YouTube just pop in, <laughs> just like, just like see what Relapse is putting out, you know. like yeah. Check in.
0: You guys can also or check away. out my uh, site, Metal Injection. I write about metal.
1: Oh, <laughs> of, course, of course, of course, of course, yeah. On
2: the tunes, on the tunes for sure. But yeah, yeah, a lot of, a lot of, I like Spotify though, because Spotify yeah. I just go through like, oh, I can listen to every old day album right now. I would do that Oh, I love books. it That's too. Yeah. Like, That's kind like, you know, um, I wasn't like listening to like that era of tunes for a while. You know what I mean? And then I worked in an office for a couple of years and I would just be bored to work on Spotify and be like, oh, like let's fucking pop
1: down. Time to, like, open, fucking time to open up the pit in the office, man." <laughs> yeah, open up the pit in the office. You <laughs> know? Let's
0: get this started.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, that's great. That just reminds me of, uh, I went to see the Red Chord. Uh, I went to New England Metal Fest one year and the Red Chord were playing at like three in the afternoon and it was the best time to see them. And they played like eight songs. And for every song when the breakdown would, would come in, uh, the frontman guy would just keep going, this is your last chance to dance. <laughs> like, <laughs> like eight <laughs> times. Every time, every time there's great. a breakdown, he would just be like, this is it. This is your last chance to d-. And then the last one was and, like, no, for real. <laughs> yeah. And we know those songs
1: have a lot of breakdowns. Yeah, a lot of breakdowns. Red Court has a lot of breakdowns, obviously. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so let, let all right. So we, I think we got the metal out of the way now. Yeah, I like
1: the butter and jelly situation. You go to the metal, then you go to the breath. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah course, I tried to bring it back to Robert Strong. So. Yeah, yeah,
0: of, of course. Came. Of course, yeah, we could circle back around if, if we end up on a tangent, but let's talk about creative writing. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what I want to know is like, so being in Carolina, in the car, in South Carolina uh I, i'm assuming like you mentioned it you, you've got to be a huge Ric flair fan like what What? how did you get into wrestling
2: well for me like i, I you know growing up in carolina and then I'm, I'm uh i'm 27 so i was kind of the perfect age for like the attitude era like yeah i i, I recently like not recently, but a couple of years ago i kind of i, I have a very vivid uh memory of my first wrestling memory which was Uh, I later tracked down it was a Monday Night Raw in 1996 and it was the end it was the ending of like a tag match between uh, where uh, uh, Shawn Michaels who's one of my favorites and uh, Ahmed Johnson were a tag team at the time and they won a match and they were celebrating and then Farouk debuted and I just remember watching and they were celebrating and then this like giant man covered in like (laughs) random like metal armor comes out and it's like Kicks Ahmed Johnson in the nuts, and then the show ends. And I'm like, wait, what's going on? And then I've been a lifelong fan ever since. So
1: <laughs> and you got him just in time.
2: I, I tracked down when that Raw happened, and that Raw was literally like two weeks before the NWO like formed. Two or three weeks before the end, like it was yeah. within months. I shouldn't say two; months, if I could be wrong. But it was right around. It was right before that happened. It was right before DX and stuff. So I kind of like rode yeah. that wave of like the Attitude Era. And, like, going to South Carolina was so huge. It was just, like, you would come to school every Tuesday morning. You'd line up to get in the room, and everyone would be like, oh, did you watch Raw last night? I remember when, like, you know, obviously, Ric Flair was really big. And then even I remember when the Hardy Boys first started jobbing.
0: Oh, that's like, right. Yeah, yeah.
2: The, the Hardy Boys just started jobbing, coming to school the next day, and, like, girls in school were like, y'all see the Hardy Boys last night? South Carolina. <laughs> um, but I rode that wave, and then, um, you know, I fell out of it when the atmosphere got down. And then when I was fifteen, mid two thousand, uh, I started watching Rogan and then I got into Ring of Honor and that led to me getting into New Japan and then I found like the internet and the wrestling observer, and then it just was like a whole like, you know And
0: equal, then here and we then are I
2: became, <laughs> yeah. I became the weird psychotic person I am
1: today. <laughs> and
0: what about you, Kyle? What was your like uh uh first wrestling exposure?
1: Um my uh I, I grew up in LA, by the way, mm. I, there was a lot about yeah. Carolina, yeah. Yeah.
0: not,
1: uh, not an not, not exciting, yeah, interesting place. A lot
0: <laughs> yeah, nothing ever happens <laughs> there. Yeah yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. I was born in Santa Monica, so it's not. Uh, um, <laughs> my uncle, when I was very young, was in the band Everclear, <laughs> made a uh, VHS tape of like stuff he taped off TV. And the things I remember the most from it were monster trucks and wrestling. Um, so the the first thing I really remember was Papa Shango, and being very into him because mm-hmm. he's a super he's a voodoo doctor. Yeah, like the you do- yeah, kind of like a
2: Papa Shango vibe. Yeah, too, you know, <laughs> you
1: know what I mean. Yeah, like three hundred pounds. I got a lot of tattoos, tattoos and I light like white people on hair. fire, and
0: Angel poison hair, yeah. Poison Ladies Ultimate club, yeah. Warrior. You have an alter um, ego of a pimp.
1: Used to work at a strip club. I did, yeah, I did. Used to work at a strip club. So or the Godfather, have, uh, yeah. Well, actually, the strip club I used to work at is the is has the same name as the strip club that the Godfather owns now. The Cheetah. Yeah, Cheetah,
2: Cheetah, called Cheetah too. yeah,
1: in Las but Vegas. But it's an unrelated, he, Cheetah. Unrelated, unrelated. A lot that strip club. unrelated. Oh, yeah, he my. owns a strip club in cool. Las Vegas now. Um, but yeah, so I watched that and I was like, Oh, this is great. And then, so that was in the early nineties and then, yeah, and then I, I, I kind of dropped out, around the, um, the, the brand split the first time.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. I never dropped uh, out. I was too addicted. It's like, I, I'm like a, a beaten housewife, you know, no matter what, I can't leave what I have. <laughs> uh, just, I never gave up on it.
1: So Controversial statement.
2: Describe that. <laughs> but yeah, no, no, I, I like, you know, man, like, I, I, I just, once I found, like, you know, um, the internet and kind of, like, it's so cool now, man, the, um, you know, like, New Japan's, like, kind of got to be popular in America, and I think a lot of that is, like, Twitter and, like, the easy access. Like, I watch, like, all, the fact that, like, I watch a lot of the New Japan shows live, and it's, like, I can watch those shows, like, live as they happen, streamed in HD into my house, as opposed to waiting, like, five weeks later for like a like mega upload link. Like (laughs) I I was like on the early day. I was on like these like darknet, like pro wrestling torrent sites, like downloading old AWA tapes. Like you know, like I was like just a lot like you know, before you can drive in South Carolina you just like go to school, you come back home and then you're just home all day, you know what I mean? From like three so I was at my house and awake from like two until like fucking four in the morning usually so like I went down some dark paths but I, like, learned a lot. You know, I watched, you know, pretty much everything. You know, I loved, like, a lot of random stuff. Like, Japan, I loved. I loved the AWA. Oh, I went back and really got into kind of stuff that was happening in the Carolinas, like, before I was alive. Like, all the classic, like, you know, you can find a lot of this on the network, too. The um, NWA, uh, WCW and NBA, the old TBS show. Those are really cool on the network because they're uh, oh, the some best. really good, you know, all, it, it has the perfect, it's a perfect cocktail of... Just really simple TV matches, job matches, which to me are like good pop songs. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what they are? They're quick. They're satisfying. Really good promo, like the best promos. You know what I mean? And not just all of like cause you know you'll get like the classic Ric Flair and Dusty Rhodes promos that you see on YouTube and the highlight videos. But then like oh like Tony Blanchard coming through and, and cutting just a fire promo. Yeah, double like, A. Cut.
0: Fucking Art like, Anderson, such a great like promo. Cut.
2: The top you know, like that anymore. So when you go and watch the old shows, like even like the kind of mid-level promos of that era just come out like hot fire, like Boogie yeah. Boogie Man, Jimmy Vance. Like, oh, whoa, yeah. And... But, um, and finally it also has just that <laughs> pitchy uh, public a- uh, public access, like music and transitions and stuff like that. And they read like fan letters from the, it's like a very special thing. So that's, if I could recommend anything, uh, Definitely
0: the old uh, World Championship Wrestling w- episodes. The yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. NWA stuff on the network is really, really good. Yeah, the I stuff agree. From, like that late, mid to late '80s stuff is really, really
0: good. And what's crazy is like those guys were cutting those amazing promos every week. Like every week, Ric Flair cuts a money promo. Every week, Tully Blanchard's out there with J.J. Dillon yeah. talking about how much better he is than Magnum T.A. And like, even I loved even like the really bad Nikita Koloff, like. Those are good. Those I, are good. I'm all like, about them. Did either of you have like a like local like public
1: access thing you watched when you were growing up? Was there one? They didn't have that in not
0: know. Did you uh, have one, Rob? Well, I being in New York, I'm a, I was very lucky as a wrestling fan. I had I, I've talked about this on my podcast before, but in my parents' bedroom, like the antenna picked up uh Philadelphia channels, so I had all the Philadelphia broadcast channels, and I got ECW in ninety six like as it was happening and that to me was like the greatest discovery I ever I well, ever had
1: yeah but, I in like the turn, turn of the century like ninety nine two thousand had a xPw
2: here oh no, controversial two opera TV
0: very very very, very edgy. edgy.
1: Yeah, it came on at, like, 1 a.m. on Saturday night on, like, Channel 10. And I would watch that as, like, a 13-year-old.
0: And that was run by, and like, a was... porn guy, like, Rob something. I forget his name. Rob Black. Rob Black. Yeah. And
1: that was yeah. very... That he, was,
0: he was trying to, like, capitalize on, like, ECW and do, like, the West Coast version of it or some shit. Exactly.
1: Yeah. That's exactly
2: what it was. Yeah. Yeah, that era... That era post-ECW where it was like, okay, let's take it a step
1: further. No, no it was still during. Yeah, But yeah, the, yeah. Late air, the late
2: era, the late era, you don't know, yeah, after yeah. the initial year. It was like 99. It was like, yeah, yeah, let's take it a step further. A little rough. Yeah. A little not, rough.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I all haven't all watched
2: CW, a little rough season. Yeah, back. I mean, I haven't watched those things all That stuff, that stuff years, is not age but, well, man. Yeah. That stuff is yeah. not age well. Different time. It was a different. I often say when watching old wrestling and something just cringeworthy comes up, I often say
0: uh, it was a different time. <laughs> it was yeah. a different time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, especially all the, like, uh, uh, male-on-female violence and also yeah. just, like, I, how, like, like gross the crowd was to women, you know?
2: <laughs> it's rough. I can't, I can't even watch uh, – I don't even really – I don't watch uh, Lucha Underground because of that stuff either. It's just, like, there's just so much wrestling, and you it's like, oh, well, obviously I'm just, I'd rather not watch that. <laughs> I
0: think, I think that – I mean, I, I understand where you're coming from, but I do feel like – they kind of handle it a little more respectful than others. But there are those moments where it's like a giant, uh, like 300 pound dude clotheslining a, a 90 pound or a 100 pound woman. I love, I love
2: like Candice LeRae and stuff like that. You know what I mean? You can do intergenerational wrestling. There's a way you do it. You know what
1: I mean? Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's a too, too much. Well, like with ECW and XCW, it wasn't like it, it, it wasn't was wrestling, wrestling. the woman wasn't like wrestling. Like, it was just like, so no. awesome. It was just Alan yelling, yeah. yelling yeah, yeah. bad bad words yeah Yeah, and then throwing as as much as
0: i i loved ecw it's it it, a lot not a lot a good amount of it does not (laughs) translate to all that i know for sure
2: um even in the late era stuff there's still some like really cool like some of the steve carino run is really cool
0: and just some Uh, really good wrestling like like they brought in hayabusa at the time was like that was to me like this crazy character that i had just heard about and like he was like the uh like the ken to sabu's ryu in my head and it was just so cool yeah, s- a, seeing a, them yeah, wrestle Yeah,
2: all that, all that stuff all, all, a lot of that stuff comes up really cool and it's cool it's cool seeing that kind of that's what, what do i love about uh um, in pwg you kind of get that vibe like they announced like uh, you know coming up in onset their battle of Los Angeles, which is their really big tournament. September, just, uh, September, man, always oh, August is fucking it up. Sorry. Yeah, they Sorry, It's, it's
1: um, a Labor but, Day weekend.
2: Uh, just September, but they announced they announced uh, the first like couple of people and like the first guy off the bat they announced Flamita, who I don't know if you guys know if you're familiar with Flamita, but Flamita is like if you watch Mexico or if you watch you know he's wrestled a lot in Dragon Gate in Japan, like Flamita is just amazing. He is like the yeah. net like the next level, the next level of the, the high-flying type stuff. But he hasn't been exposed to the American audience, but people know the name. Yeah. You know what I mean? People know the name. And now it's Flash Morgan Webster. Who, he's a guy who, like, who's a really... Do you know Flash Morgan Webster?
0: I'm not familiar with him, no.
2: He's a, a British guy. His gimmick is that he's a mod wrestler, so he's, like, just 60 mod, 60s mod guy with a jacket and the haircut, and he's really funny, and it's just a really good gimmick. But it's the thing, again, if you don't, like, you know, I actually... I follow the UK scene a lot um, these days. I really love Progress Wrestling, um, Red Pro Wrestling. I went to their shows. I overwrestled me weekend. It was awesome. I really hope one day to get out there to uh, the UK and check them because I feel like it's a really special scene out there right now. Like the crowds yeah. there, I think, is really special energy. But Flash Morning wrestling is another guy who, like, if you don't follow that scene, you know. And I, I'm lucky to, you know, follow it a little. And I follow a lot of people on Twitter who are really actively cover that scene. If you don't know him, you know the name. You've heard the name, but you don't really know. Him. I think those type of guys are just like going to get that big exposure and then they're going to have big years next year. You know what I mean? So I like, I like that. There's so much good wrestling happening around the world in Mexico, in Japan, in the UK, in Germany, even, you know what I mean? Like in all these kind of different places around the world that, that uh, kind of excitement of new characters and new people coming in is really, is really uh, still there and kind of at an all time high with kind of the way with something like the PWG can do these
0: big dream
1: matches. Uh, Rob, you should roll out the Boa uh, in a couple months here.
0: Well, I, you know what? I really did think about it uh, last year because <laughs> my birthday is September 2nd. So I was like, I'm going to give myself a uh, birthday. Oh, breath.
1: happy birthday to you. It's going to be right yeah. around then, yeah.
0: Uh, I, yeah believe, I, I believe it's September 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, too. Uh If I'm, I'm going to try to get tickets. Like when the tickets go on sale, if I try the
2: ticket lottery, lottery. if you get it, it's definitely worth it. It's such a um, special energy in that building. Um,
0: Have you been to one round? Uh, I've oh, never yeah. I've never been to a PWG show, but what I wanted to say is, like, PWG... I mean, I know PWG has been kind of around a lot, uh, like, almost as long, maybe longer than Ring of Honor. Like, they started right around the same time, but when Ring of Honor started, they played in, like, venues that looked to me to be the, the same size as that hall. So, like, I've told... I can, on some level, understand, like, the vibe in that room of, like you know, 400 smart wrestling fans, like who understand, like, you know, who get it, you know, they don't have to be. I think be
1: it's big... less than that. But yeah, like, like so, 100. like, I, I watch,
0: I follow it very religiously, and I absolutely want to, like, it is a goal of mine to see a show in yeah, the, the yeah. league some,
2: some, some context for people listening, if you're not familiar with PWG, Pro Wrestling Guerrilla in California, they're the best wrestling company in America they like run out of this veteran hall in <laughs> Legion Hall, Legion oh, hall yeah. American Legion Hall in Reseda, California like deep in the valley and it only holds like 300ish people they put tickets on sale online the tickets sell out in less than a minute yeah um in less than like 30 seconds sometimes and the people who get them are like the 300 <laughs> like i would say like probably like the 200 to 250ish 250 is like, hardcore fans in California, and then another 50 like, people who are traveling. I know people come from New York every time, Boston. Um, yeah, I know people
1: that come from, like, Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah, but
2: it's just the hottest crowd, They do, and, and they bring in the best, pretty much the best talent that's not signed to WWE. Um, they bring in, um, every year they do a three-day tournament, the Battle of Los Angeles, and it's just the most, they bring in people internationally, from Japan, from Mexico, the best wrestlers, and the wrestlers often say they, like, you know, it's kind of known that it's, like, a very hot crowd and that people, like, you know, you know, this is, like, the people who have come through PWG, like Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, um, Cesaro, Cesaro, Daniel Bryan was there in the early Neville, days. You know Neville. Know I mean, yeah. Neville. All, all these kind of, like, big, big stars, you know what I mean? The Young Bucks are the big, you know. I, I, I was telling Kyle, uh, maybe I asked telling someone else, actually. Um, sorry, Kyle. I'm sorry, Kyle. see but, like, the Young Bucks, you know, who are, like, really, really popular, that's kind of their home promotion. And seeing, I think, yeah. if you can go see the Young Bucks wrestle in Reseda, like, it's, like, a wrestling bucket list thing. Because I think <laughs> in my personal head, I think it's, like, one of the coolest special things because they have such a special relationship with that crowd because they were, you know, there's a core, the core of that crowd are people who have been going there for years and years before it kind of became a thing. And the young bucks were there from, you know, the early days. And so we have that connection with them. They're like, our guys, they're our guys at tuition. And I think there's kind of a half-life on that in it, to the to the point where I think eventually they go, you know what I mean? Eventually they're going to go to, university. eventually,
0: you know. I feel like Imagine. they shouldn't. I don't <laughs> think they should. They won't be. They'll be completely know neutered. know
2: that will happen. So, at a certain point, this thing is going to be over. So, I think it's, like, worth, like, seeing, like, um, Sammy Zayn when he was Elgin Erica and Kevin Owens in there was such a special thing. And I, like, think about it a lot when I watch the wrestle now. So, it's worth, you know, Battle of Los Angeles, like, fly out, come out, you can meet me and Kyle. Just kidding. You can see me and Kyle from a distance and not bother us because we're private people. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: that's funny with you. Uh, But no,
2: we love, we love PWG. Yeah, uh, no, I'm I with you. Help. Yeah, for
0: a really long time, that was Ring of Honor. Like, I saw CM Punk's first Ring of Honor show, and I watched him, like, rise through that. And like, But now Ring of Honor has kind of become, in a way, kind of like the distant number two promotion. And like people kind of graduate from PWG sort of to ring of honor or to like evolve. And like the other, there's so many places to work. There's that's kind of, I think that like right now is the new golden age of pro wrestling. It's uh, as questionable as the content from WWE is like all the other, there's so much good wrestling uh, going on that if what WWE is producing is not necessarily what you're feeling, like, New Japan to me right now is flawless. New Japan, I've said this, is, like, the amount of time I put into watching it to the amount of time I enjoy, like, that ratio is greater than any other wrestling promotions ratio. It's,
2: it's a good fun. hit rate. It's a good yeah.
0: hit rate. I mean, I, I would say PWG as well. Like, though I savor getting those DVDs, and, like, that's, like, a weekend mm-hmm. of of watching great, <laughs> like like, a monthly all-star game of pro wrestling. Yeah. Do you get them every time? Yeah, I, I started like uh, with uh, – uh, it's like me and a, I have like a few other friends and we kind of rotate on on who gets the DVDs and like we <laughs> – Sure, uh,
2: sure. You got to have the systems in place. I got a lot of systems like that for wrestling. Trust
0: me. Uh, but, yeah, like uh, I think it was like two bolas ago or something. I forget what it was, but like I was just like, oh, yeah, no, I need to like put this into my, my wrestling rotation of – I'm trying – like – for me, I'm almost running out of hours in the day, and I'm like, all right, what do I cut out? Like, I, I do you guys watch Raw and SmackDown every week? Uh,
2: Kyle, Kyle doesn't watch anything. Uh, <laughs> Kyle, 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 I, more, Kyle's more of a, you know. Um, you know
1: it, it, it was like last time for me. Like, the the brand split, I kind of like has faded out
0: of oh, that's Raw it. and SmackDown. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, it's hard. It's, it's what about you? Yeah.
1: I haven't watched either one in like six months. Like we I went to Raw like last week oh, that's and right. he was like, hey, we don't care
2: about Kyle's closer again. me real fan care No,
1: I'm just <laughs> <laughs> so Kyle, Kyle does it was it, a yes or no question. The answer's no. No, I don't watch it. I haven't in a while.
2: I, I, watch, I watch Raw and SmackDown every week. Um I live in L A so um I uh I record everything and I just like Fast forward through the commercials, and if a segment looks bad, so more more so on Raw than SmackDown, if a segment looks shit or like I've seen this match a hundred times, like I'll fast forward through it. But yeah, yeah I like watching.
0: Yeah, that's kind of like, how I watch, watch
2: it. I like like watching wrestling TV shows. You know what I mean? Like I like that, like the rhythm of it, and just like it's just kind of what my b- brain and body is just used to. Like I just watch, I've watched this show every, like since I was a kid. You know what I mean? Same so, here.
0: I like, I like, I've been the same exact yeah. way. Like I can't okay. give it up. <laughs>
2: I like I like watching Ron SmackDown NXT. I um, try to catch. Um, usually it's like if I like see what I'll see what's up with NXT and like if it's like oh this match is fire I'll go I'll go keep it. Like last week they had the Oscar uh, Nikki Cross match that was like one of the best TV matches of the past like year I thought I thought. That I agree. Was fire. See
0: I watch
1: I watch every NXT.
0: Yeah. If and, I don't. And, NXT is a, it's the best show they produce every week. It's one it's in and out. It's so easy to digest and it's fun.
1: I have to
2: disagree. Have to disagree. The best show they produce every week is Talking Smack. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's my favorite <laughs> You're right. Show. It's the perfect show. It's 20 minutes long and when it's Daniel Bryan, and Renee Young and they're just ripping and they have like a premium guest when the Usos come on. The new day come on. There's certain people. Kevin Owens comes on. It's like the fucking best show.
0: That show is the best show they do. So
2: really, really, I just watch Talking Smack, and I kind of pop into everything else to supplement Talking Smack.
0: I agree. Uh, I've kind of I've cut out 205 Live just because it's so much worse than the Cruiserweight Classic. Like it's just yeah, it's inconsequential.
2: Crowds crowds aren't there for that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Show because of that. Yeah. Again, like again, they they did that Tozawa... Um, TJP match is pretty good. When I hear there's a good match, but
1: also like we started off with saying, Austin Aries, you know, we did, we did start with more accordingly. Big, big. Oh, report. sorry. Yeah, the big news. Yeah, oh, yeah. About Austin Aries, you know.
0: I've but. got. Th- I, I thought he was he was a great commentator. He should have at least switched to that. I guess he didn't want.
1: He's, to I mean, great. Maybe
2: he's just too beat up and would, like let me go because they won't on your apple. A lot going on. A lot going. Or
1: maybe on. it's just like this this whole cruiserweight thing is kind of stupid. Which is Damn, fair also. This, this guy on the
2: this guy on <laughs> Twitter posted uh, uh, disappointed that WWE released off-naries when you got a worthless restaurant like Ellsworth running around.
1: Whoa.
2: Chris Tucker portraying the character Smokey from the movie Friday, and he's kind of like shaking his head. Uh, I just thought that was a funny tweet.
0: Oh, it's like, calm down, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> rubbed to Ellsworth. Leave well, Leave Ellsworth. Yeah, yeah. Why are you throwing Ellsworth under the bus? What did he do? He's great.
1: What did he say? How's a fighting champ? We and Kyle are obsessed with, or maybe it's, we you say we're both obsessed with the yearbook thing. I, with I, what? The yearbook thing.
2: Like, oh, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. guy on his yearbook put uh, for his senior quote, and he's just like a real, like, good-looking dude in the suit, and his senior quote is just like, any man
0: with two hands has a fighting chance. James Ellsworth. I'm like, legend. Wait, who put this
1: in his yearbook quote? Just some dude. Oh, oh wow. It, it, he's, and he's looking up now. But, yeah, that's like his senior quote underneath like his like senior picture Bless in a yearbook. Well,
0: what, what a yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, a hardcore really, fan. Really
1: going in for it. Yeah.
0: Um, so uh, I was wondering, Anise, you mentioned you uh, got into New Japan like in the 2000s? Like, like were you uh, on were you on like the tour? When, I, what, when did you get into it
2: I got just into kind of Japanese pro wrestling in general and kind of the early in the mid2000s I got into the really old new Japan um the really like, the super junior tournaments you know what I mean I started I see, those, like all uh, the 90s stuff the 90s cVds of back stuff the super junior tournament and kind of like some of the 90s stuff but at the time new Japan pro wrestling itself was kind of in a down period yeah and what I really got Was pro wrestling Noah, which in the mid two thousands was really, really,
0: really hot. Yeah, uh, that was when Kenta and (laughs) Marufuji. You're right. That was that was the Noah era. Yeah, that was yeah Noah era.
2: He was my favorite wrestler for a while when I was a teenager. I really loved him.
0: Um, And then you had the kind of
2: late ends of the kind of all Japan great Masala Kobashi. So at the time, I like Noah. Noah really like got me into following like temporary Japanese wrestling. Noah and the Dragon
0: Gate. Right. I saw so it like, kind of from, like, Ring of Honor. You got exposed further out to, like, the... Yeah, co- co- Dragon Gate 6-Man, yeah, yeah. classic Dragon Gate
2: 6-Man. Like oh, my I God. That, well.
0: that, where, did you see the... I'm assuming you've seen the Kobashi Joe match, which is, like, I was there. That Kobashi Joe. The, oh. Oh. Yeah, I still have
2: the DVD in my mom's house. I was at home, like, two weeks ago, and I still have that DVD uh, in mint condition uh oh, so yeah, Kobashi joe is really crazy but now and then but now if you go and look at all that all that stuff on youtube i watch that stuff pretty often like old like stan Hansen, um terry gordy like all their all japan yeah stuff. yeah all yeah
0: even like dr death like his shit is he's crazy yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it's gordy. nice but yeah once,
2: but now now it's like new japan new, now contemporary stuff like new japan um ddt Big Japan does some cool stuff. I like... Big Japan, I don't follow QR, but I really like the guy there, Dekseki, uh, like he, uh, um... Sugimoto. He's really, really good. He's just a big guy. He's going to really watch in Big Japan. Um... And then Stardom. I was really into Stardom, the women's promotion. They were doing a lot of cool stuff. A lot of those wrestlers are leaving for WWE now. Um, Karai Kojo and stuff. But they do some cool stuff. It's cool. It's cool, like, on the... I'm um, really into the whole, like, kind of, like, internet gift scene and stuff. Like, it's really cool to follow. So, let's follow uh, real quick. That guy's name is,
1: uh, wait, uh, uh,
2: it's
1: uh,
0: Christian Quisada, Who is it? Yeah, He's Christian
2: right. Quisada. Christian Quisada is the
1: guy who had James Delville, Texas Club. <laughs> All right. <laughs>
0: no. Congratulations, Christian. You're like even more famous. You're now in the squared circle pit. <laughs> now in the
1: square <laughs> circle pit. Hey, there you
0: go. Uh, so Anise, also I want to thank you for bringing professional wrestling further into the pop culture mainstream. Uh, I'm assuming it was you uh, that got your brother to wear that NWO sweatshirt on uh, SNL. Yeah. or like you got like you somehow uh, inspired that.
2: We have credit where credits due. There's a couple of things that made that happen, which is a very funny funny situation like one of my like greatest like you know things I'm involved with ever. And so it's just so funny to me to get that on TV. But what happened was, is me and my brother were uh, grabbing some uh, ramen, and we popped by a really cool store I like in New York called Deep Cover. They're a really cool uh, vintage clothing store in uh, the Lower East Side.
1: And shout out Deep Cover. Shout
2: out Deep Cover, at Deep Cover NY <laughs> on Instagram. But i would never been, but they had a lot of, at the time, I hadn't been before, and uh, they just had a bunch of wrestling-like stuff, like, in the wall. So I was like, oh, fuck, we've got to go there. So me and my brother went, um, and I got this thick, uh, I got an American Badass era Undertaker shirt. Uh, Wait, it, Undertaker, it says something really good on it. It, it has Undertaker's disembodied head with a the, with the bandana on it, on the front, and it says American Badass on it. And on the back it says American by choice, or Badass American by birth. Badass by
1: choice. <laughs> uh, rolling, 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 rolling.
2: Biscuit. Time I had audio. <laughs> but I got that and my brother was looking around and we found that NWO sweatshirt. He was like, dude, should I get this? And I'm like, oh, yeah, you should get this. this a fresh, A, it was a fresh find. It's kind of a rare Wolfpack sweater. Yeah, just, I've just never seen, seen that well. design.
0: Yeah,
2: getting it to get it. And then we, um, this is the week we were prepping for f <laughs> Uh, and we went back to my uh, brother's apartment and uh, my friend David Cho came by the house and I was showing it to him and I showed, I showed him that sweat, or I sent him a picture of my brother in the sweatshirt and he was like, dude, he should wear that on SNL and I was like, shout out to David Cho for instigating the idea and I was like, dude, what if you did wear it on SNL like when you like present the
0: like musical guest and we just did that and it was really funny
2: <laughs>
1: That
2: was we great. about it It was cool <laughs>
0: That was so awesome. I was, I was, was. That was I, such a like, fun uh, little moment.
2: I, I other one was like, dude, like Scott Hall tweeted, tweeted about
0: us. <laughs> Could you, like, Scott Hall must have been so pumped. <laughs>
2: dude, Scott Hall was legit, dude. He was just psyched. Like, uh, but, yeah, no, you know what I mean? Just a little shout out, you know what I mean? That's, I, 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 that's, but, you know, when we do stuff like that, like, uh, it's more to amuse ourselves than anyone else, you know what I mean? It's yeah, not, of course, not, of course. Not, this is just, you know, really, you know, really, like, show out for the fans or something. It's like, we just find it really funny that we were on, he was on national TV, and we just did, like, a, basically, like, an inside joke between us.
0: Um, I so pretty cool. Does, does, does your brother, or did he used to watch wrestling uh, with you, or, or was it something that you... We watched together in the,
2: like, 90s, attitude we when we were kids, like, in South Carolina. We were really into it. We watched, we'd watch Raw every... We'd watch Raw Live every week, and then we'd take we'd VCR, tape uh, Nitro and then we'd like watch, actually do Nitro after it. Um, so yeah, that's, that's how we went down. Fair. And then very infamously, when, when I was six, we were flying uh, from Raleigh, uh, North Carolina airport to, uh, we were on our way to New Zealand to visit family. And we saw Hogan and Macho Man in full character at the airport with cameras. They were like filming something for Nitro and it was, like, insane. It was the craziest thing that ever happened to me at that time in my life. Because it was like, we watched Nitro every week, and it was like, wow, these characters from TV are right there. Like, you know what I mean? Like, as yeah. a kid, that's what a was like. And my brother, like, ran up to them and, like, tried to get, like, autographed. And they kind of, like, was, he was kind of brushed away by the crowd. And then, like, as they got down the cross course, my brother just shouted, I don't care. It doesn't get better anyway. Oh, I just screamed that in my apartment. Uh, sorry, neighbors. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, so, yeah, and he was a, and now, and now, like, he, uh, uh you know, uh, more, but we like going to live shows together, we went to, um, SummerSlam, uh, 15, or 16, that was the one with Brock and Undertaker, that's 15, right?
0: I think that was 15, yeah.
2: Yeah, we're going to Jon Stewart, so we went, we, we got to that ringside for that, that was really cool. Oh, oh no, like, actually, that might
0: have been 16, that might have been, uh, two years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Brock, Slam, Undertaker. Anchor, like onto the like announced table in front of us we were freaking out it was really cool so whenever like we're both in new york and there's a house show or a uh, summer slam show or something we like try to go it's really fun um we have a lot of fun he's a big uh he's a big neville fan he finds neville radio he, 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 i think he just likes saying neville
1: and you know, like, <laughs> he but he'll always like
2: text me about neville we joke about neville a lot so shout out to neville um shout out to neville
0: Always no, that. That uh, I don't want to be that guy, but like are there any other people who you wouldn't expect to be a wrestling fan that you talk wrestling with? Um hmm. People
2: who are randomly <laughs> wrestling I will say when I was in high school I had a crush on like when I was, when I was like, in junior high because <laughs> in junior high I had a crush on the T V presenter Maria Manuta. Of course. And then Later, I she hosted a show on MTV called *Entertainment Tonight* on MTV, and I was a
0: big fan. Um, and then later,
2: I found out she's a big WWE fan. She did all; she's done all the stuff with WWE. Of course, the like, red carpet and like she had a match. she had a match She, she, yes. she inducted like, She did like the Ducky yeah. Rose promo with Ducky Rose. She did the whole yes, promo yes, memory. that was great. So pretty fast. So I thought that was cool. And about I don't know, earlier this year, I was at a party for some, uh, I was seeing around the Emmys or something, and I went to some party, and uh, she was there, and she had, like, met my brother once at something, and she said hi, and I, I like, introduced myself, and I'm like, uh, so nice to meet you. I'm a big fan. I, like, love everything you do with WWE, And I, like, sad talk wrestling with her for, like, 20 minutes, and she was really, really nice. <laughs> She's, like, a really big fan, so that, 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 that's maybe the best uh, the best answer I can relate to that story. I, got to, I talked to Marie because it was about actually for, like, 20 minutes.
0: Yeah, she's like super legit. I, I'm, I, I love it. I think it's so cool when anybody turns their fandom into like a gig. Like she must be, she must be marking yeah. out on the Hall of Fame red carpet just as much as anyone people, else.
1: Would. Yeah. Right um on. Yeah, that's, that's
0: probably
1: the best best answer to that one. Yeah, so, I can't think of any
0: right now. A couple, oh wait, what are you gonna gonna about, talk?
2: like, we're talking about like weird, like music people who are like randomly like into it and stuff. Yeah. I can't, uh, I can't think of
0: anyone, but <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: I try what? to bring it back to me. Yeah, okay, yeah. Well, like with,
0: right when I started this podcast, uh, like I was like, oh, I don't, I'm probably only gonna have like five episodes. Like, my uh, my idea was like talking to metal dudes about uh pro wrestling, and like I was yeah. like, all right, I, I want to interview Scott Kelly from Neurosis, I want to interview Corey Taylor because that dude's a huge wrestling fan, and I want to interview uh Jacob Bannon from Converge because I heard he's a big wrestling fan. And I I, I hey, he's a, Dude. Yeah, I don't know this. Dude. answer my question you're all talking about music guys who really interesting. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh my, like check uh not to like my, check out like previous episodes of this podcast. There's just all these metal do- I interviewed uh Mike D from Killswitch and he talks about like a little bit about how they got their song on the air and all that shit and how he met like those guys. And uh, so it's been like crazy, but it's been crazy how many people reach out to me like, "Hey, man, can I be on the show? Can I be like I interviewed the guitarist of Hammerfall." To follow, Wait, sorry. To follow what? up on that. we you yeah. talk to him about when the Killswitch song
2: was used as Randy Orton's theme for like one time? Weeks. Yeah, yeah. I've, I would just love some insight on that.
0: He does address I think it about that. A he does address it. Uh, I mean, I can tell you what it is. I, he said that.
2: Fans, go check out. Go go check out previous ads. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna be popping in because I
0: think about that a lot. Well, yeah. there you go. There, I won't. I won't go. spoil it for you. I'll let it come from his mouth. So, you, so I don't like tarnish the quote.
2: Then they called me. This is my why I think it's And then they're like, "Hey, so Randy's not feeling the scene. Well, we're gonna give this CM Punk guy I, like the Brooklyn Brawler calling him. I guess I don't know. I, I, I doubt he got a call about
1: <laughs> it. I, 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 I <laughs> right? Yeah.
2: yeah. I don't it's like, they, hey, hey, here's a
1: song. Then, I like I like the world where the Brooklyn Brawler's calls Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Brooklyn
2: Brawler calls people about music life. Okay, well. okay later, man. I gotta go shoot five questions with John Cena. That's a that's a good reference to that era. Yeah, there Five you questions. Five questions the, to all the five questions heads out there. I was a big five questions head. Yeah.
0: When WWE yeah. com would put out original video content back Legendary. when it meant
2: show john
1: cena five questions new 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 uh web show to start maybe you can do it because you're in new york is where uh brooklyn brawler is in charge of music publishing
0: (laughs) (laughs) brooklyn brawler licenses
1: yeah yeah he just calls up people and is like hey kill switch i need
0: (laughs) hey bro i need this song bro (laughs) Yeah, well, I need the phone, bro. Yeah. Hey,
1: Could you send it over to me?
0: <laughs> maybe we'll split a meatball sub, you know? What's well, crazy, like I heard him on like Jericho's yeah. podcast or some podcast, maybe Austin, and like he doesn't even live in New York. He lives uh, in like somewhere in Jersey or some shit.
1: I I believe that. You, like you know Florida. what a thing I found out. Thing, I, I know, I found out like <laughs> super recently that the Sabara headquarters is in Ohio and it really what? I'm like falling out of my yeah. chair. Anise just fell out of the chair when I said Anise is that uh that yeah, that it's based in Ohio. Sabaro, not even not even New York.
0: How about that? Unbelievable. Well, not even uh, New Jersey. as a New Yorker, I refuse to eat Sabaro. I will never step foot unless I have to use their bathroom. That's the only time I'm I'm walking into Sabaro and there's nothing else around. Well,
1: I'll, I'll well, went to Sbarro after we saw Ring of Honor. Yeah, after war of the Worlds, I went to Sabaro as like a bit because I was like I I thought it'd be funny to go to Sabaro in New York. And it was, it backfired on me because a, a patron got in a fight with the man at the register that was very disturbing, and I had to get out of there really quick. Yeah, hey, was the devil, my friend. Yeah, all I wanted was a white slice, you know? <laughs> uh,
0: word. Well, I we've been talking for an hour now, which is like, it, I feel like we could do another hour if we wanted to. <laughs>
1: right, girl, well, need to be well, heavily yeah, oh. heavily edited. Well, when round two happened, when you're here for BOLA, Oh, like shit. In person oh, shit. In-person episode round two, yeah. Maybe.
0: Maybe we need to do that, or if you guys ever come to New York, we could definitely hit up a wrestling show together. I'd be down for that.
1: I from Sabarro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. if you did at Sabaro, you a podcast at Sbarro's. A Sbarro pre-party.
0: Yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, this was awesome, guys. Thanks so much uh, for taking some time yeah. to ramble about it. We definitely have to do it again, maybe like before a big... Maybe before SummerSlam or something, we'll do like a preview episode where we just give our picks. Right, uh, and, cool. and Kyle, since you don't follow, you could just guess, like uh, based on just the info I'm, that I'm we gonna, give. I'm, you.
1: Gonna, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I read what happens a lot of the time. Real oh, quick, Austin yeah. Aries has
2: to be released. from the Wrestling Observer per Dave Meltzer. Um,
0: just
1: just you just finish tie that thread. Yeah. The wow. The podcast. What a great thread. Yeah, that's interesting because now, like, now that his lady is starting to get yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. going
1: in NXT. Well, oh well, Hit
2: me and Kyle up on our Austin Aries podcast. All Access <laughs> Aries at All Access
1: Aries. Follow us on YouTube, YouTube.com slash All Access Aries. There's an underscore under each underscore of those. <laughs> yeah. dot com slash. All, all underscore, underscore access underscore Aries. <laughs> Yeah. Um, And yeah, give us a like, give us a follow, you know. Yeah. Leave a comment, it would be great, you know. Yeah, I I, I, I do. I read what happens on Raw and SmackDown, so I'm aware of what's happening. I got you. But reading it takes me ten minutes. I don't need to sit through three hours. Yeah. um, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I don't have uh, I don't have cable, so I kind of watch the streams of uh, of uh, Raw and SmackDown as they happen, Uh, and like. And this week, uh, for some reason, like, the streams weren't working. And, like, by the time it was available for download via some sort of torrent service that we all know about but uh-huh. shouldn't acknowledge, uh, it was, like, so yeah. late. And so then the next day, every day on YouTube, they do, like, the top ten moments on Raw. And I just watched yeah. that. And that was, like, three minutes. And I felt like I didn't miss a thing. <laughs>
1: That's all you need. It's, That's, uh, sometimes I do that. Like, I'll read it. And then, like, I'm like, Oh. Maybe I should I should watch the uh, rap battle between the Usos and the New Day. Oh,
0: that was great. Because
1: yeah, that's probably I'll be. I'll like I'll watch I'll watch that and then that's I'm good. That's like that's all I saw of SmackDown this week. I read it and I saw that and I was like, okay, I'm good. Living your best life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, come out to come out to Bola. We'll do round two.
0: I will seriously try to come out to Bola because I really really want to see a PWG show in and- – why go just see one when I could go see three? Am I right, you know right? Yeah. Does it get fatiguing exactly. by the third day? Are you a little over wrestling? Like how <laughs> is yeah. it? Yeah. If you're flying out, I don't
2: know. If you're flying out, maybe do three, but two, two. Yeah. Two, three, two, three,
1: two, three, two. I don't. I don't do all three <laughs> days. Because <laughs> also the third day is longer than the other the other two. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, the the end of the tournament, so it's a lot longer. So it's like. If you want to do one day, it's like do the last day and you're you're
0: good. Is that <laughs> well? What about if I wanted to do two days? What are what are? Is there usually like the second day always seems to be the the best day in terms of like all the crazy shit seems to happen in the second day with like the matches that uh-huh. aren't tournament matches. Or would that be, I feel like the last few years that's been the with the bola show. It that. just depends. It's like it's who you are. You videoing
1: me right now? i will definitely video you right now. Night two is usually the best night. Yeah, um, but it just depends on who you want to see, and yeah, 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 yeah. Just and honestly, it's a lottery, so you just you know whatever you know. Yeah, it's also whatever ticket you can get. Yeah, right.
0: Because <laughs> do you guys do you guys so. have a strategy? Do you try to go for the GA or the first row or the uh, second row?
2: Uh, I, going, I I my, here's here's my just, we got to end this podcast. So here's <laughs> I'm going to end it with some quality content. Here is Anise's PWG ticket buying tip. Whoa, huge. PayPal account, already logged in. That's basic. But it's also kind of new because recently, like you couldn't really like log in and stay logged into PayPal, but recent updates to the PayPal interface. You can not do that now. So A, pre-log in, make sure you're going through a direct source. So usually like coming from a bank account or something, so you don't have to click through anything. So have your like, make sure your payment source is set up. So just basic PayPal management first off, you know, be logged into PayPal. Second, I try to only only go for general admission. That's you know, and I try not to do more than
0: two or three because
2: I feel like the more tickets you try, yeah, to finish, your chances your well. chances go down. And then my biggest tip, which is you know kind of a hard one to do, but if you can make it work, make it work, is what I call the multiple shooters principle, where I have sometimes for like Ebola, I'll probably have four. Like I try to get tickets, and Kyle try to get tickets, and then I have three other friends who aren't even going to Bola, who so I kind of have a sign, PayPal to click. Mm-hmm. They know what time it is. Like I have like a team, like trying to get these tickets. Right like now. when
1: they go on sale, it's like 8 p.m. Yeah, and you it, have it, to it's, like,
2: I, I, I prefer to, so, so basically, how it works is they say, "Hey, tickets go on sale this day, this time." Everyone lines up at their computer and you click, and I'll try to get the link. And like I said, I've referred to it as a lottery a couple of times. It's basically a lot of You just randomly either get in
1: through
2: the link or you don't. You know I mean? yeah. 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 You just have to, like, having multiple people just increases your chances. You know what I mean? It's all, it's all probability and, and odds. And, yeah,
1: like, front row, it's – there's not, like, a bad place to sit in the place because it's so small. So, like, mm-hmm. yeah, front row, it's like it's, like, 20 bucks more, and it's not, like, that – much of a difference, but know? it's a guaranteed yeah. seat
0: though. Whereas with the GA, you have to show up yeah. early, right? That's the difference, basically.
1: Yeah, you got to show up early. You, you do have to show like, up. Like, yeah, it's part
0: of the ride. Yeah, it's
1: just yeah, and just, yeah, I've like done like front row, like maybe like twice, and you're like fun. Yeah, you, but you, if you do it like once or twice, you're good. You don't need to. You're fine.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, those yeah. are some great tips. Uh, I, I, yeah. might, I might edit them out because I realize they might lower my chances of getting tickets.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's true. Oh shit. Oh, yeah. Shit. I this yeah. Edit don't this out. Yeah. All this. Yeah. Don't Just don't kidding. edit. Work. Edit this
0: out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, guys, thanks so much. Do you guys uh, like want to plug anything? Do you guys? Want to plug your social medias? Um,
2: follow at selfie, underscore, and underscore food, underscore, and underscore pet. Selfie, and food, and pet. With
1: too many am- There's too many in there, but it's yeah, fine. Yeah,
2: our stuff pets. in the beginning. We had our stuff in the beginning. Yeah. It's, you, yeah, and you're probably
0: checking Yeah, it out. yeah. I, I'm going to link it in cool. the description. It's all good. And uh, cool. Kyle, your show, Master of None. It's on Netflix. Great work, Kyle.
2: Uh, Great work, Kyle! Shout out to Pete Dunn. Um, let me get the shout out. Shout out to Pete Dunn. Shout out! to... Um, big shout out to Pete Dunn. Shout out to Peroma uh, Takahashi, uh, plush cat
1: Daryl. Shout out yeah. to Daryl. Daryl, hottest
0: um, character gonna, on the internet
1: right now. I'm gonna say shout out Ryan Dunn. RIP. Mm. Ryan Dunn, RIP. Shout, shout out to, P. P. to and... Well
0: done, both. RIP. Right.
2: Oh, because. Classic, oh, classic South tech. of Brooklyn done a little boot and boogie. Yeah. Rocking that on 4th of July. I had a grand old time. I'm done with the podcast. I'm walking out.
0: I want to thank Kyle and Anise for taking some time to hang out with me here on the Square Circle Pit. They were amazing guests. Definitely going to have them back on, maybe do like a pay per view preview or something like that. Or if you have any ideas for theme shows, Uh, I would love to hear them. My social media handle everywhere is Rob Injection. And of course, you could follow Squared Circle Pit on Facebook and on Twitter. Even though I didn't update the show in two months, I was actively posting on both the Squared Circle Pit Facebook and Twitter, posting memes, posting great matches, posting moments from great matches. And I hope you could follow me there. And the Great Balls of Fire pay-per-view happened this past week. For me, it was really a two-match show. Well, a three-match show. Let's be, the, My favorite match was the Iron Man tag team match. Very exciting match. Great story it told. I loved the ambulance match. The aftermath of the ambulance match was insane. Although I... I don't know. I didn't really like Roman getting the upper hand. It was almost like he didn't lose. But I get why they did it. And the main event was everything I wanted it to be but I wish it was like five minutes longer. If it was five minutes longer, it would have been so good. If 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 Samoa Joe kicked out of that first F5 and they went for five more minutes and then there was another F5, I would have been all about it. Other than that, I've been wa- catching up on some PWG. I have some Revolution Pro. They did a British Cup uh, this week with some New Japan guys, and I really want to see Ishii, Versus Matt Riddle. Ishii right now for me is, is my number one Japan guy. Uh, a few weeks ago, it was Kushida. Now now Ishii is my favorite because the dude always puts on such a great performance. And going into it, he seems like a no-frill, like not a flashy guy. But he's such a great wrestler. And he's, I've learned over these last few weeks, amazing at selling. Uh, he had He was in the U.S. title tournament. And his match with Zack Saber Jr., where he was caught up in a submission, I really thought Zack Saber was going to win. I'm like, and I was rooting for Ishii. So you got to check out some of his matches. I recommend his matches against Shibata, or just really go back and and watch his finals with Kenny Omega from two weeks ago. That was awesome. Kind of winding it down is a bit of a longer episode, so I don't want to talk too much. But again, I would love any feedback, any suggestions on guests, and I promise I will be back in two weeks with a brand new episode of Squared Circle Pit.